Beach being stuck hanging in there. Put her down. Wow. We're live. Hey. Welcome to our public Zoom room, Phil Sexton, Jeff Seabach. Welcoming you to uh, our current version, this week's version of what's going on out there in the marketplace. And what we are hearing a lot of from agents is the question that, that they're getting from their clients these days. And that is, isn't it? Go ahead, Jeff. The market going to crash. Isn't the market about to crash? Like the market is all getting yeah. all set up to crash. Yeah. But we're not going to answer that yet because first I want to I want to thank you guys for coming to the public Zoom room, and I want to do just a quick intro of kind of what we our intention of these Zoom rooms, what our goal is, and that is to have dialogue with you. I view this as, you know, when the whole COVID craziness started and we couldn't have face-to-face -face meetings, we thought, well, let's just get on Zoom. And so it's as if you walked into our office that we're sitting around a conference room and we're having a conversation about this topic. Today's topic being, is the market going to crash? And so we're looking for feedback from you in this conversation. We're going to throw it out to you guys. We want to hear what you have to say to some of the questions that we have, to some of the comments that we have. Of course, Jeff and I have our own versions of what we would like to say, but this is supposed to be a dialogue. We so figure we'd start with, um, we're going to pull the audience. We're going we're gonna to ask you questions. Uh, so we're going to ask you the question. We're going to role play with you. So we're going to call out your name and then, you know, either you can say, I don't want to play or that, uh, let me answer. Yeah, right? or participate. So, so we, what and I, then I, we're going to answer yeah, our we, version. We have, we have it written out already. It's not going to change based on what you say. But here's what I like to do in the beginning, and that's test the technology to make sure that all of our speakers are working correctly and yours are too. So like Ask everybody say hi at one time. No, but Brian, for example, Brian, we see that you're on the chat. Thank you. We see you're on the public zoom room. Thank you. Can you, can we just test? Can you unmute your mic and see if Brian Amata, see if this works. How about Joanne? Joanne, are you able, Oh, I see somebody chatting. You can use the chat feature. You can hear us. That's good. Okay, Thank you for using Chris, the chat. Chris Anderson. I want to know if I can hear you. You can hear me. Chris Anderson. <laughs> you can hear me. Oh, there's oh, Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Jessica okay, Burkhart. A lot of people muted out there, see, Okay, good. All right. All right. All right. Well, well there is, feel free to use okay, the unmute why button. Why don't we start, why don't we start with it's hard to hear you. Okay. Thank you. Joanne, thank you for that. Is it, do you have volume on your computer? Is other It's up. It's up all the way, but it's hard to hear you. I agree. I can hear Joanne really well, but I can't hear you guys. Okay, hold on. Let's see. We well, got now it's better. How about better. now? Better. Better? How about now? I feel like we need to get closer to the microphone. I love closer get, to the microphone. Get up in the microphone. All right. Hopefully this works out better. We'll stop shouting and being further away. Well, instead, we'll just talk normal next to the mic. Awesome. All right. So thank you guys for the feedback. All right. Feedback. Wow. I would say green light that this is working. Okay. We can hear you and vice versa. Um, better. Thank you. I saw that comment. And so Adam is our producer. He's in the studio. He's at the laptop. He sees the monitor. He's the one that reviews the chats. So if you do have any chat comments, he'll let us know what those are. We'll repeat them on here so everybody can hear it and then you know, participate in, in the conversation that way. But it is easiest for everybody if you simply unmute yourself and speak because a lot of times people are driving or can't read while they're on the public Zoom room. So um, feel free to participate that way. But here we go. Let's, let's get off to the races. Jeff, who, do we, who should we ask this 
question to. I think we we proceed as a volunteer. Is there anybody out there in our public Zoom room that wants to try out their answer? That, that has heard their client say, "Isn't the market going to crash next year?" I'll volunteer. Sure. All right, Chris Anderson. I love volunteers. So yeah, I was with um, a gentleman this weekend who deals with a lot of community banks. And his, uh, he goes, Chris, you know, you got to look at the future into spring of next year with community banks. They're taking out subordinated loans at 6% right now. Okay. So, and I, you know, I sit back, I listened to that and I said, okay, well, what does that mean to you? And he says, well, he says they're borrowing money and they're writing it off as capital. Okay. All right. Continue. So his thought process and, and a couple other um, clients who have high wealth, they're thinking based on a lot of the things that have happened in COVID, a lot of the, the loans, a lot of the unemployment, you know, people taking unemployment, they're, they're predicting a little shift. Okay. okay. All right. A little shift. So he is a buyer client that you were out showing homes to? Yes. And now he's going to, he was looking at homes and he says, I'm going to wait. Correct. I'm going to wait because I want to see if the shift really happens. Right. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you. So, so what did all right, you but, yeah, what was how your, did you how did you respond, Chris? Good. I Good. said, well, with the interest rates being so low as they are, I think you should leverage the money and buy something now. Why wait? Interest rates. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Good answer. But you couldn't get him over it is what it sounds like. Well, let's just say this. He's not out of the car yet. Okay. All okay. Right. Awesome. You know, uh, thank you for saying that because I like to talk about things that work, right? And things that don't work, but I like to be transparent with it. So he's still interested. So the guy that actually knows more about community bank loans than I do, I, I haven't heard, I don't follow that market, but he has his concerns that he voiced. And yet because interest rates are as low as they are, he's still interested. Awesome. Good. Great. Good deal. All right. We're looking for another participant. The lot, oh, is that what you think or is that what your clients are telling you? Clients. So, clients, your clients said that. Interesting. So now they're on a pause. Is that right? Like they're not going to do anything between now and November? Yes. All right. Yep. No. Repeat back. Oh, sorry. So Delot said um, if Biden wins, it's going down. If Trump wins, it's going up or staying the same. That's what his client said to him. So how do you actually last week's public Zoom room, or was it the week before last, where it was, how is the election going to affect the real estate market? We got into some of the uh, ways that we are overcoming that objection on as far as whether the presidential election has more of an impact on our market than supply and demand. And our outcome from that Zoom room was no, it doesn't. When we looked at the last when we looked at four years ago, what the market did during that election, and we looked at four years before that, what the market did during that election, it's very, very, very hard to correlate presidential elections with movement of the market. It wasn't driven if, by if supply and demand. If presidential elections were that impactful, then it would, every year, it would impact going the way that the... The you vote. would see you would see the volume of transactions grow every time a presidential election happens. Or people or diminish. Or diminish because oh, right, people yeah. knew how to predict. Right. But unfortunately, that factor isn't isn't an accurate one. 
But all right, good. The media would like you to think so. So wait a minute, Delot. What did? What How was did your response? Yeah. Yes. And if you could unmute to chat, that's very helpful for anybody that's driving. I would like calm down. I was like calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like calm down. Did you get the email from DocuSign yet? <laughs> Did it work? When you told them to calm down in a confident tone, did it work? No, couldn't get them over it. All right. Yeah, all right. So telling them to calm down, let's put that in the doesn't work category. Good, yeah. But good. I appreciate the feedback. Yeah. All right. Eric Hudson, Jennifer Ferguson, Jessica Burkhart, anybody else want to participate? I haven't had anybody really say that lately. Eric, say that again. I have not had anyone say that lately. That they think the market's going to crash next year? Um, not lately. For the clients I've been working with, I've been working with a lot of veterans. Okay. Awesome. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your participation. Anybody else? Who's, got, who's heard the objection? Phil, can you hear me? Yes, yes Clay. Clay, welcome. I, I heard that objection from my, uh, I was taking somebody out looking for a rental. He sold his house and I said, well, so you're looking for a rental? And he says, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get back into housing after the market crash. And I was just like, you know, the market is not going to crash. I said, people are moving into Arizona. They figured out that you can't shovel sunshine. And so he walked into a new build and he, he bought a new build. Of course, he did say, this is my realtor, and they all, you know, going to get a piece of the new build action, but it was just nice how I was, because I took him out, and I said, hey, you know, let's take a look at these places, and he showed, said where he wanted to rent, and we, you know, went out and looked for, well, two days, and after the second day, he, uh, you know, that's when we had that little conversation. I probably should have had it faster, but. Now, what was the script that got, I, to, to help move him? You didn't hear it? I want him to repeat it. Oh, the re to repeat it? What um, was it? Yeah. The, I think what's worked was you don't, people have figured out you don't have to shovel sunshine. We have a lot of people moving into this area here, and there's not a whole lot, lot of homes being built. I, I'm going to add population growth to our, no, I'm going to add that as a number seven, population growth for our area because that was not on our list, but Clay, it sounds like that one, right? You said that he is now under contract on a new build? Yes, he is. So Clay, did you use a specific number of population growth or you just said there's lots of people that don't have, want to shovel or know that they... No, I did not use any specific numbers and you're right, I should have said, you know, we've got a plain load of people moving here every day. I think that's what it is. And they all need places to live. By shovel, you can't. You don't have to shovel sunshine. That looks like Clay, what we find we're the best is that when we use a number, and the number is what Clay? How many people are moving to Arizona each year? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess what ninety thousand is that? That would be a good number. Yeah, yeah right, right, right around anywhere from eighty to a hundred thousand, depending on who's measuring. And um, the other thing is is. Support a stat using population is, you know, what states they're moving from. 
Right? Like California. Just, just another oh, way. Uh, you put that out to them and I, let them guess. Let them guess to try and incorporate them. It's to convince them that population is like so. Because we're in the top three right now. The, the top, well, number one is California. Yeah. Yeah. I was just out visiting them and they are picking up and moving. Um, actually, in San Francisco has the highest rise of Export. supply in the country. Um, so California's number one. Number two uh, in 19 was uh, Colorado. Three was uh, Illinois. Number four, uh, Washington and Oregon. So Got it. Um, I just spoke to somebody in Bend, Oregon, selling her house, moving here. She's tired of the winners. And you know what she doesn't want to do anymore? Shovel. Shovel snow. Snow. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to shovel sunshine. Awesome, All right. awesome. Good, good, good. All right, I saw a couple of chats. Let's make sure we're getting to them. Adam, what do you got? If you can awesome. work anywhere in the world, why not work where you love? Okay. Great. What else? Uh, Tina said, I think the market is not going to crash, but you may see a small number of short sale or foreclosures happening. I don't think the market, Tina said, I don't think the market's going to crash, but we may see short sales and foreclosures next year. I can't wait to see when we start to see the leading indicators reported for that because all of the notice of trustee sales that we're seeing, the indications like last month, there were 84 notice of for notice of trustee sales in the valley whereas in the peak of the craziness the last recession there was 11,000 in a month and now they're 84 so I agree like it's it's really hard because from a, lo a logical standpoint is all of these people that are in houses right now that are getting subsidized by the government like where are they going to get their money to pay rent where are they going to get their money to pay their mortgage but I've heard you say this before Jeff Seabach you know what is the last bill that people stop paying rent house Yes, house bill. Where I'm going to live is yes. the last bill that people stop paying. So I anticipate the the all of the other auxiliary services. And I'm, I still see full grocery stores, to your point. Like when I'm going to the grocery store, there's there's a lot of people out there spending money. So, um, but shelter is a necessity. Food is not. Yes, yes. All right. Well, anybody else? I mean, Let's uh, participate. Water, I like this. So yeah. we've got population. Well, I just want to piggyback your comment about the short sales and foreclosures because I'm starting to hear that more. Who was the gal? That, that, Tina. That, Tina. Um, I hear that is a, uh, those are buzzwords that the naysayers like to throw out. And the word that I like to call them, Phil, do you know what the word I like to call that? Anecdotal. Anecdotal evidence is what, if we're going to give them one script, anecdotal evidence, short sale and foreclosures, but like you said, the, the reason why in Arizona we can clearly uh, knock out the short sale and foreclosures because you have to file a notice of trustee sale 90 days before you foreclose, which then gives you the point of you have to first miss two or three payments, So and we don't have missed payments yet. So... To me, we have not even seen the beginning of the climb because you said there was 84 where there was once 11,000. 11, yeah. That 84 is going to have to first go to 500. Then it's have to go to because if when there was the when there was 11,000 notices, there were still only 3,000 short sales. So there's still a 25, you know, 28% of the notices. So instead of 
next year there could be not 84 short sales and foreclosures coming this month, but maybe, you know, 20, like so. 28% right, of that. Right. Yeah. I mean, Interesting. <clears throat> you know, when I hear people talking about short sales and foreclosures, I just can't help but that logical, you, we have a, it, I just love the logic to get there. And it's the same, the same logic to get there today saying that those are coming reminds me of shadow inventory. Well, actually shadow inventory actually has a, a deep rooted. <laughs> this is when I won Jeff Seabach. Yeah. Shadow inventory is when I won Jeff Seabach, right? It what was, does that mean? That was in 2000 and what year? Eight, 2010, where I started to chart the, the that was your chart. It was my chart that Jeff would when I high five. That was a great yeah, chart. That was yeah, a great I chart agree, yeah. on where on actual inventory that was owned by the bank to demyth the shadow well, inventory that was coming. It's funny. It, it, there's a chart out there for a pandemic that looks the same as the shadow inventory conversation now. Where you're when you come out with the chart, it was clearly trending down, just like the new cases is clearly trending down. Yeah. And as I showed somebody the chart that was telling me there's more coming, and I go, well, aren't we going to have to go up and test results? Are, yeah. are we going to have to? Yeah, exactly. And they, st but the thing is, is we know that people love what. Phil. I mean, right Fear, to, um, people love headlines. People love the negative. The they negative. Love, right. Right. Yeah. Like, I think you got a birthday present that that maybe other we should share with others. If you want to go get it, it would be a great time <laughs> because the challenge is that we find that agents, we find that spouses, we find that best friends clearly like to focus on the negative. And it's, it's for some reason more pleasurable for our clients, for the people we work with. Like just, it just seems like the world, I, clearly the news and the TV likes to focus on the negative, but Phil's grandfather, who now has sadly passed, had this saying, and we'd like to share it with you all. Keep looking up. That's the secret in life is to keep looking up, not down. Don't look at the sewer. Don't look at the garbage, right? So um, the attitude of short sale foreclosures clearly lets you know that that client is looking down, not up, because it's not there. And he's looking for something that may possibly anecdotal evidence come sometime in the future. Okay, good. Let's see if we can get another caller. Another caller. Yes, it's like a radio show. It's like a radio, it's kind of like a radio show. What else? I want to hear what other people are saying. The market's going to crash next year. I'm going to wait. Deborah, come on. I know, I know that you're on the call. I know you have people that are like, whoa, Deborah. Uh, whoa, the market's going to crash. I'm not ready to make a decision. I well, what, I, I'm looking to see if your red light's going to go off and you're going to answer, <laughs> right? Like I, Deborah Manson, in case you didn't nope, know, we, she, uh, we nope. were talking to you. No, nope, Are you not, driving? No, nope. you want to tell us how you answer? Robert, how about you? And you don't have to wait for us to call on yeah, you. Yeah, Robert can, Gomez, can anyone out chime there, in. before we give our answer, anyone else want to chime in like Clay did, like Tina did? I'm going to go with number one then on our list. Maybe they don't know how to unmute themselves. Maybe we, That's we, fine. Maybe I'm not going to get into a Zoom. This is not how to use Zoom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to role play. You, you can either be the client or I'll be the client. When we'll go back and forth and we'll start. We think that each of these seven answers should be given, but this is what we believe is the, is kind of the order of 
basically it's like because we're in sales we're a real estate agent we're into objection handling so first we like to give the reason then we like to give a stat a specific stat that supports it so phil all right jeff you know what i really appreciate you showing me all of these houses this week you know you've shown me some really good options i just man this market feels like it's topping yeah it feels like that why do you think it's topping because there's no way. I mean, this thing has gone up, so it's time. It's what are we've had a, a eleven year run up of prices. This thing is cyclical. No, no, what no, goes ten up, and a half ten, years. What, what, <laughs> what goes up must come down. And the uncertainty right now with the coronavirus and the subsidized people that are out there paying their mortgage, like the government's going to stop just printing money. And at some point, that um, Hen is going to come home to roost, or yeah. what do they say? Are you saying that it kind of feels like it did in 2005? Did yes, yes. Like mul I, I see multiple offers, and the price is getting bid up over appraisal, and I'm just this is not this is not. Yeah, this has like to come down. my memory. Like last time, yeah. I ended up in a short sale. You don't want to go through that. Well, that's right. You know, what? I I really um, appreciate your opinion, and I can see why you thought that. I just would like to share some, uh, you know, some reasons why that's not what we're seeing this time because just because things repeat doesn't mean because it's really the underlying contributing factors and the main one is just supply number one is supply 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 so um first we're going to look at what the supply is now then we're also going to revert back to the source of supply and the way it was in 2005 and then the source of supply now and kind of walk you through that so currently you know, I was shocked because we usually in August, because we're in August, the supply begins to tick upward, meaning the last five years, usually between August and September, the supply starts to move upward. So it's normal for supply to rise. So last week when, when supply ticked upwards, I expected it to continue upward. But when I checked this morning, there was only 7,947 active homes on the market last night. I mean, it changes every day. Is that, is that a lot? Well, um, when I look at the supply, I look at the demand and last month in July, we sold 10,000. I'm going to round 79 up to 8,000. So we had 8,000 homes on the market, but last month we sold 10,000. So the, the supply is not enough to cover the demand for one month. So, um, Supply is, is that normal though? It, well, it's actually the lowest supply ever since I've been a realtor in 18 years. The supply is actually lower than it was in 2005. And why you're feeling those same things because when supply is super, super low, it leads to multiple offers. I mean, even at, you know, we're seeing multiple offers on 35% of the properties. And I'm here to tell you to get used to it because this is going to happen for a while. Because in 2005, why we led downward and why you would think that was that we had a rush of new supply coming on the marketplace. So in, um, in July of 2005, we had, we listed 14,000 homes and in Ju July of this year, we listed 8,000. That's six more thousand in one month times 12. So in that year we listed 142,000 houses which is about 40,000 more than we're going to list this year. So until the, it's no different than water flowing into a lake. 
when the stream of water flowing into the lake is so little, the, the lake can't flood. So we need the water in the stream and the water is not going up. It's actually non-existent. So it's hard. It's I mean, staying I'm, the same. yeah, I'm looking for clouds in the sky and I'm not seeing it because the clouds in the sky last time, Phil, were the vacant homes because people were buying houses on bad mortgages um, and those homes were empty and that's not what we're seeing. So, so where's the supply, supply going to come from? Um, actually, no one knows. So I know that that may sound scary, but the way that I believe that it's going to come is rising prices. Because what I mean, what not one of our reasons, but people are living in their houses longer. Now they're living in a house almost 14 years. And if you stay in your house for 14 years, then they can't sell that house. Got it. So the only way we convince them is by offering them a what? More money. More money. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So that's why I think that the, the, the market may rise. Got it. Nice. I, um, as far as supply goes, did anybody drive by? Has anybody seen the one Camelback project? And this is where I wait for participation. Anybody know what the one Camelback development is? At That's the address. One Camelback. It's, it's, it's in Central. It's north, yeah, right, yeah. The corner of oh, Central. Yeah. No, we were there. Yeah, yeah, it's right across the street from like the, what do they have there? Sprouts and... Um, There's a breakfast place there that I used to do. Yeah. Yeah, what, thanks, Deborah. Thanks, Deborah. What's one camelback, Deborah? Because I love it. I personally yeah. love it. Hey, it Deborah. Deborah Vanson. Hey. Welcome. I hear you. Um, it used to be a bank and a commercial building. And now what's happening? It's turning into residences. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Bingo. I drove by it the other day because I heard about it and I wanted to see it for myself. The it's amazing. I haven't been by it lately, but last time I was by there, it was like you could see through the floors. Like they yeah, were. They gutted totally the crazy. office building and they're making yeah. houses out of it. They're making yeah, residences. Can you imagine yeah, I, plumbing and the electrical that's going on there? That is amazing. Yeah. Well, that is where we're going to see the supply come from. That is the source is because one of the, one of the fears is that um, people are going to be working more from home and they're not going to need the office space. And what do you know, the office space happens to usually be in prime time areas. So to leave the too much excess commercial space and to leave the need for mm -hmm. supply. I mean, I cannot believe that the industry, that Inman, that, the, they're not talking more about the lack of supply. All right, so, so, you, so you go to supply first, first yep. to overcome that. No. You also hinted at demand in there, which is well, our number two. I know, but I didn't want to give away the goat number two. Yeah, so because um, so, what led to less supply last time was an increase in demand, okay? But as soon as the um, – because the weird thing is in 2005, do you know what the interest rates were, Phil? Oh, God, 6.2. 6 point, yeah, 5, 6.2. 6, interest rates were much higher. And um, therefore... The demand was what then? Demand was speculative buyers, right? They were, they were trying to ride the appreciation game. Right. They didn't care if anybody lived in the right. house. They were trying to make 40 grand in a week because those are the stories that you heard. Right. So people do not... 
it's easy to shut off a a investment. I mean, I'm not going to invest. Yeah. So all those loans, when they stopped, it um, those houses were empty because the interest rates in 2005, or I'm sorry, the rental prices in 2005 were 75 cents a square foot, and you could not rent the house for more than the cost of the mortgage is what happened because you know i'm a guilty of this one in 2006 i bought a house and i rented it for 400 dollars less thinking i was going to get appreciation i mean i was only three years in the business and uh you don't hold that house long when you when, you when you're writing a check expenses exceed your interest rates so um the point for demand though is um we have how many did you hear what the, did you hear what the fed said they want in they want inflation to rise and the way that they're going to cure that is by making money cheaper so when you make money cheaper it makes more buyers not less buyers in our office meeting on tuesday with our team I, that's what i was quizzing our our lender on is that there's now two sources that i've heard that have been talking about going to two percent well the third source that i heard was the fed and that's why the market was up 250 points today is that I did not think we could see sub. I mean, I literally have to refinance my all of my houses again. Again, yeah, for the because, second time in a year. Well, I did. I I locked them up because I was like, I don't think that we. So that is going to create more demand. I mean, there's demand behind demand. Demand. I mean, we're even going to talk about other things that are going to create three and four also support demand. So we might as well get to them. All right, number three, rental prices. Why does rental prices? How are you going to leverage the fact that rental prices have gone from an average of 80 cents a foot in 2014 to an average of a dollar 30 a foot today. Well, not a dollar 30, it's about a dollar. It would, dude, did you not see August? What did you say? It's a dollar what? It's a dollar 30 in August. It went up another inch on that chart. It's great. Anyway, so let's call it a dollar 20. All right, perfect. Right? So you're 50% increase in the last five, six years. Yeah, because what happens, prices. yeah, because what happens is, is people need shelter at the primary weight. And if, so how are rental prices, but the, back to the question is, how, are, how do you leverage that climb in rental prices to overcome the objection of, isn't the market going to crash next year? Because it creates demand and how we, because the, the, what, what creates a crash at the end of the day is rising supply. We need more than seven months. Seven months of supply is what creates prices going down. Got it. That's the, if you look back at the one constant over the last 50 years, is that when supply exceeds seven months of inventory, if inventory prices go down, it's just supply and demand. If you don't believe in supply and demand, then you should just take some mushrooms and go watch more TV because you don't believe in anything, right? <laughs> can, can I go do that while I believe in supply and demand? <laughs> yes. Okay. But, the, but supply and demand. So, kid. so, so we need supply to rise and how, what is the, strongest factor of rising supply strong demand what is the strongest factor of rising supply How, what what prevents rising supply oh what is the strongest factor yeah demand preventing demand it? is going to right 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 yeah. so when you're when when you are a baby boomer moving from what state guess uh, one let's go oregon okay oregon let's say bend oregon yeah okay so you're moving from bend oregon and you're like ooh. I'm going to rent over in Kierlin and I'm going to rent this place for 1800 a month. 
or I can buy for fourteen hundred a month. What do you do? And you can write off the interest rate. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Which, the, the, you know what the thing is? Is people usually choose. You, some may call you a miser sometimes. Are you like, do you choose the more expensive option every time, or do you go for the less expensive option? I am a proud, frugal individual, Jeff. Okay, sorry. It is not a miser. It's why we work, because I'm not that guy, and you are that guy, and we appreciate you for it. I am going to save $20 if I can. Yes. 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 You can't help So I will buy instead of rent in that case, because if I'm saving $400 a month. It's why we sell with pictures, because you just take the rental price versus the... Purchase price. Purchase price. Yeah. And you just give them a picture. So and not- then you take a picture of supply and you show them that, well, if supply is at one month and it has to get to seven months, then which way do you think prices are going to go if we have rising demand and decreasing supply? Uh, all right. Next. So I want to run through the next four rather, okay. rather quickly. Right. Let's get this thing going. All right. Interest rates is next. You've already talked about interest rates. Agreed. The lower interest rates and the interest rates that are continuing to low will keep demand solid. Uh, I, let me just add one more point to that. So the thing was is That's I watched point. too much TV in 2008, 9, 10, and that everybody believed for the last 12 years that interest rates were going to go higher, and the masses, once again, are the asses because what are they doing? Down. They're going lower. lower. Nobody believed they could go. I did not believe we could go lower, and it's headed lower. You know, though, I will say that as the um, sometimes I'm an optimist. I'm an eternal optimist because you know why? I keep looking, you keep up. looking up. I always look up. However, I do like to hear when everybody says that there's going to be a crash next year. I think, cool. No, there's no way that there's going to be a crash because if everybody thinks that it's going to be, be right. a crash, yeah. they can't be right. What I'm hearing now is that interest rates are going to go lower. And if I start hearing from more people that interest rates Actually, are going to lo- go lower. You said three people. We're, okay. We're four. All right. right. Like, it hasn't gotten around the world yet. Fair enough. Yes. But when I start hearing from around the world that interest rates are going to go lower again, that's when I'm like, time to refi. Well, let's time be to honest. Refi. We, were at, we were at a 100-year low We've all, like, interest rates. Yeah, so but go, come so, on. So, so which way do you think they're going to go, Phil? They can only go up, right? But they're going to go okay, down. Okay, number five. We just had our crisis. What does that mean? Well... The reality is, is um, crises don't happen every year. Okay. They just don't. All right. Right. Meaning, and usually the signif- this, this, there's, there's a thing called the, the, the stock market that most people have retirement accounts that they work, they have a 401k and their money sits in stocks and bonds. So, uh, I have a uh, money in stocks and bonds, and most people we, we we work for a public company EXP. They have a stock, so that stock market happens to be those with money. Okay. We're gonna go with the the smart I'm, people. I'm gonna. I'm, I mean, I'm hanging that, in. Do you nope, think that I'm the dumb in. people or the smart people have money? That's where my logic is. Uh, and that uh, when, when both. the when the, when we have a crisis, the stock market goes down. Okay. Right. Because it which happened in March. Exactly, and it dropped by. 30%. But that only happens every five to eight years or 10 years or whatever. It, it just happened. Got it. Right. right. We so, had our crisis. It, the crisis is a pandemic. However, it doesn't look like it's going to be. So the thing is, so, but, but, but if you, but I went to San Francisco, it could be a W. 
Uh, did you see the stock market? Looks like a W. <laughs> right? I'm just trying to be the naysayer. You can be the naysayer. I expect you to be ANT all day, automatic negative thought. It doesn't matter. Like we, we're in the crisis. Didn't you not notice? Did you not see BLM? Right? Like Black Lives Matter. Right? Like when did we have Black Lives Matter? We had COVID. Right? Like what? Those are black swan events. Are they not? Right? Like those are black swan. Like, however, it didn't, didn't affect real estate. So last time we were in the center of it. We're not. No, yeah. right? Like my, my, my best friend's a doctor going to Vegas t tomorrow and I'm very excited. All right. Cause I've been there in a while. Anyway, uh, in 2008, he's like, I feel for you, man. But like his, like his. And he paid and now you're paying? <laughs> no, no, no. Medical was not touched in 2008. That touched a little bit. It went down by 10%. Got it. And in COVID, our business went down by a little bit. But medical, they had, they paused all unnecessary procedures. Like medical got hit harder this time. Yes. Medical got hit harder on some aspects. Of yes, absolutely. No, and I wasn't even thinking that. And you're right. But last time he was like barely like he, yeah, he killed it during the crisis because everything got cheaper and he was still making almost as much as he was therefore he got money in the bank number six you got no weak hands no weak hands yeah because the last time in 2005 there was a lot of big houses i mean what i call a house yeah right i had a friend that bought 10 houses at one time all the people yeah. that were coming and buying houses and they were just dragged and by the time they're built then you're going to sell them and you're going to make 40 grand per house yeah so how many houses do you want to buy right yes they're right. coming in droves so those were weak hands right we are number seven population is rising thanks clay right like population is rising therefore all i we have a housing to me, shortage to me, I, I believe in jesus christ and when he was about to be born and mary and joseph drove to the city there was no room for them that's what we have now there's no room there's no room in the inn right like they were full right like we have no weak hands you can't you got people renting houses at high prices and like they, we have nobody that wants to move because they can't go anywhere. No, we can't. So we're going to see an increase in new build permits before we're going to see an increase in supply. Yes. And we're going to see more change order requests from commercial to residential. Got it. Right. I'm going to wrap this up right now, but I'm very curious what you guys think. Like these are all point. We got seven points. So let me just run through them again. Supply number one, and you use specific stats in a lot yeah, of these. 79, so, 47. All good. I just want to make that point as we're talking to our clients out there. Supply number two, demand number three, rental prices, then interest rates. We just had our crisis. The stock market just fell and has now recovered. Number six, no, we can. This is not a house of cards. We have equity homeowners. We've got no vacancies in houses. And number seven, population growth. I heard Tina Tambor say the population grew 26% and the number of houses grew 17%. It's kind of like the amount of realtors is grown by 40%, but the home sales has only grown by 4%. Same, same. Okay. All right. <laughs> I thank you guys for our participation. If you have questions, now's your chance. Type them in the chat, unmute your mic and participate. Otherwise, I have something to say. 
I love oh, it, Joanne. Let's hear it. Well, I've been a realtor for 37 years, so I've seen many a shift and crisis and everything else. The one thing that's different right now that's not on your list, the banks were strict. So there's not a lot of loans out there where they were just loaning to anyone. So people that are in their house can afford to be in their house. So they're not going to lose their house like happened before. Yeah, right. You you helped. Thank you, Joanna. Great comment. That was part of the weekends. We did not articulate it well because Phil was trying to rush me through the list. And thank you for chiming in and telling them the reason we don't have weekends is because everybody has equity and because they weren't loaning money out. You had to put money down. I think that's what you're saying, right, Joanne? They were strict. Yeah, they, the you had to put money. They weren't giving zero. They, you're saying the banks are stricter now over the past and they years. were they were before the crash of 2006-7-8 great comment joanne thank you so much for chiming in and we appreciate your 37 years what else any other comments adam i have a question i, I have a question awesome. I, awesome too. yeah i'm hoping that this is recorded so i can listen to it again and again and again and again it is. And so let me thank you, Deidre. Is that, is that your question or did you have another question? No, that's, that's it. I just want to absorb right. this. And so I need to listen to it a lot because you guys are fast and I get that, but I need to listen again. Yes, it is recorded. Yes, we are going to send a text message to you if you registered and if you, part and if you were on this call with us. We're going to ask you how, how you thought we did, whether we covered the topic. Is this, what, is this helpful? or not, should we keep doing these or not? And we'll also include a link to the recording once we get that posted. Actually, you know what, Deidre? We post these to our podcast after every week when we do these. Okay, and so the cool. solution, a real estate podcast. Yeah, just go out to your Apple or your what, uh, Google Play Store, go to what Stitcher, go to any, and type in the solution, a real estate podcast. Okay. It's on SoundCloud, and you can listen to all last week. You can listen to all the previous episodes that we do with our public Zoom rooms. And we, while you're out there, if you want to give us the five-star review, we'd like it. I mean, let's just be <laughs> honest. Like, we appreciate a five-star review or four or whatever you think we're doing. Let's go with five. Oh, five. Okay, good. Five. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Great. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Dean. Yeah, thanks for the clarification. They're allowing us to clarify. Anybody else? Hey, go enjoy the heat. August is almost over. We're going to be cold soon. You're going to be missing it. Yeah, cold to the end of October. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>